we've um, got plenty of people want to have their say, but we're about to cross live now to London, and Peter Vlandy should be on the line. Peter, good evening in London. Good evening. How are we, boys? Uh, terrific. And well, Peter, I think you've literally just got off um, the stage there at the uh, place called the Gherkin, the big hotel there in London, and made some huge announcements about the spring. Can you give us a quick summary of just what racegoers can expect in Sydney this spring? Look, we're going to put the Everest to $20 million, making it the second richest race in the world, but still the richest race on turf. It's the highest rated sprint race in the world, so it's only just that we continue to put the money that it generates back into the race and continue to grow it. It's been a juggernaut. And it's really had a 12-month effect on New South Wales racing. We've never grown so much in revenue. And we get, take these revenues and we can subsidise the country and provincial and other areas. So, and, but the big announcement here, and the reason we're in London, is because we're going to have a new $5 million race on Everest Day to honour the King. So it's called the King Charles III Stakes, um, in honour of His Majesty. Randwick Racecourse is the only second race course in the world that's the Royal Track. There's Ascot, that's why we're here, and Randwick in Sydney. They're the only two Royal mm. Tracks. That's so only just that we honour the new king, and I was lucky enough to meet with him yesterday to brief him about the race, and he was very, very chuffed. Hey, Peter, it's Bulldog. How long have you been negotiating to gain the king's approval to name a race in his honour on Everest Day? Look, we've, we've been in discussions uh, with his representative, John Warren, who's probably one of the most highly respected racing people in the world. Um, and, look, there's been no problem. It was just a, to, uh, just a matter of uh, time to, to get it done. And as I said, uh, when I met with him yesterday, he was very, very uh, honoured and proud that we, that we, you know, have done what we've done, and especially in Australia. Uh, he's a great lover of Australia. He's, he said he's... That's uh, one of his favourite countries. He, you know, he spent a lot of his youth in, in Australia, and uh, so he's got he's very fond uh, of um, of our great country. Uh, Peter, how has the news been received in England? And indeed, will we be see the King perhaps come down to see his own race run at Royal Randwick this year? And what about the English owners, trainers that you had at the function? Are they expressing an interest to come to Sydney for spring for that race? And indeed, the Everest and Races like the Golden Eagle. Well, there's $87 million during the Everest Carnival available. So the English, have, we've certainly got their attention. Mm. I mean, you've got a $20 million sprint race in the Everest. You've got a $10 million race in the Golden Eagle. You've now got a $5 million race over 1,600 metres. Um, you've, got, you've still got the Epsom. But there's so many races, I can't even mention them all. And as I said, there's $87 million. So they've shown great interest, and I think you will find that there'll be quite a lot of English horses making the trip to, to Sydney. And, um, and, and that'll just continue to make the carnival grow, and it'll be bigger and bigger. And as I said, it has a 12-month effect, mm. and our, our revenues have grown dramatically since the, since the Everest and since we've been improving the spring, the spring carnival. Uh, Russell Boarding, the chairman of Racing New South Wales, made mention of that um, in his presentation in London tonight. He called it the halo effect, Peter, the Everest has over the New South Wales racing industry. Can you just explain that further to our listeners? Well, what it does is it basically attracts a new audience into racing, but it also gets the traditional people in racing. And what they do is they stay on New South Wales races. They don't move anywhere else. They become parochial to our events. And what that does, it improves the field sizes of the uh, that we have. We know, if you look at Randwick, the, the 
metropolitan field sizes have grown dramatically over the last two or three years. And that generates more revenue. And, and we can put that revenue over a 12-month period to country racing, provincial racing. It's these big events that generate the revenues. And that's why we've got to keep investing in them to keep them going and to keep them uh, you know, in the attention of the public so we continue that to grow that revenue. Uh, Peter, have you made the headlines in London? Look, we have, and I think there's, there's going to be some headlines in the next couple of days. We've certainly got the Racing Post, uh, the, the, the biggest paper here, the Times, on Sunday. We've got stories here. There will be follow-up stories during the week. You know, naming a race after the King is a big thing here in England, especially, you know, because of its Australia. And 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 everyone thought once the, the Queen had passed that, you know, that Australia might become a republic. But um, so have, to have a race named after the King is a big thing over here. Peter, before you go, I've got to slip in one quick league question. You're in London now. Speaking of overseas <laughs> destinations, Vegas. Are we on? And am Absolutely. I going? Yeah, Look, P- Peter Dino wants yes, a trip, no. see. Can I come with you? <laughs> no, 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 no. We've got a, we, we, we've got, we've got a, we've got a media plane, but it's only a fuck of friendship, so it's not going to take many, but you'll be on it, Dean. Don't worry. All right, I'm going to hold you to your uh, word. No, no, no. You're definitely on the on that one, mate. Is it, ha- is it going to happen, is it, Peter, next year? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, look, at, at this stage, 100%, um, it'll happen. We, we, look, we're negotiating with the ground, and that's the hardest part. Once we have finalised the booking of the ground, because the ground is magnificent. I mean, it's um, it's going to host the Super Bowl this year. So we're two weeks after the Super Bowl, and to, to have a venue of that magnitude, to have a double header and get the, you know, uh, the audience, there's 300 million people in America, we've got 26 million in Australia. There's 40 million in California. We only have to get 0.1% of the population following rugby league in America, and that's as many as people that follow it in Australia. So that's our that's our end objective is to try to to grow the game internationally to improve our broadcast revenues. It's just extraordinary out there, but I've always said in America you only need half a percent, and you've got a lot of money coming in. So you're on the money as always. Dino's already packing his Thanks. bags, Peter. Oh, well, uh, bring a lot of T-shirts. That's all I can say. <laughs> hey, look, Peter, I appreciate I know it's getting very late in London. A huge announcement for Sydney, New South Wales and Australian racing. You've certainly captured the attention of the racing and sporting world. Huge news for the spring. Thanks for joining us so late in the evening in London. No, no problem, fellas. Thanks, Peter. Thank Here's... you. Bye-bye.